what's your demographic of people at the school like you pray on the freshmen they're like oh cool shoes from a senior or like <laughs> it is it is women oh let me tell you <laughs> really the women dude that's like the new like sector Okay, welcome back to Live from M5. I'm your host, Chloe Entrykin, and I'm today I'm here with Morgan and my name is Marcus. So today we're doing a story on student side hustles, and Marcus is going to tell us about his business. So you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Marcus? Uh, my name is Marcus. Uh, I'm a senior here at Rockland High School. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Okay, so do you want to tell us how you got into selling shoes? Yeah, so basically, um, it actually started here at Rockland High School. Uh, I used to see all these kids walking around in, like, really cool shoes, and I was like, dude, I want those. And, like, I'd already been kind of interested in, like, reselling, just, like, entering raffles here and there to try and make, like, some side money, like I'm sure a lot of you guys are doing. But then, yeah, just, like, one thing turned to another, and it just spiraled into what it is now. So were you into the shoes before you were into the reselling or was it like they both came at the same time where you decided like shoes are my thing and I'm going to sell them? Uh, well, I mean, I'd always been like, I was like a little high piece kid back in the day. So I guess it, it like first came like my passion for like shoes and streetwear and stuff. And it just kind of turned into reselling. But I mean, I'd always been interested in like, yeah, like side hustles, stuff like that, like ways to make extra money. And uh, reselling just turned out to be one of those ways that I can do that. Do you see this business, like, going long-term after high school? Um, well, one of the main concerns I have is storage, um, because obviously I'm not going to have enough space to uh, do all this. Like, my room is already, like, stacked floor-to-ceiling with shoes, which is an issue. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I could see this going into college. Like, it takes a lot of time, so that's another thing, but... I mean, I certainly enjoy it more than hourly jobs. So, yeah, um, I could also see it moving into, like, other areas, like, maybe um, in the far future, like, real estate or something like that, like, something a little more passive than shoes because, you know, I still have to move, like, individual shoe boxes and, like, go places to pick up stuff, you know, versus something that's a little more passive. I was going to say, what's your typical process for, like, for buying and reselling the shoes? How does that go? So, actually, I've, I have several um, different ways, so... Uh, the first one is, like, um, online, so I use, like, bots and stuff to, like, buy stuff faster than any human can. So, like, I'll know I'll wake up at, like, 4 in the morning and sit on my computer for a couple hours trying to, like, get as many pairs as I can. Um, or sometimes um, I'll go in-store and, uh, like, look at the shelves, and it kind of comes intuitive at a certain point where you can just tell, like, oh, that's a good shoe. I should probably buy that as many pairs as I can. Um, another way I make money is also, um, through holds. So I'll like try to find a certain shoe that's undervalued and then I'll hold it for like, let's say a couple months and then try to sell it for more after. And then the final way is I buy like, uh, used shoes that people undervalue and I sell them for more. So like, uh, for an example, like I'll buy a pair of Jordans for, let's say like a hundred dollars that I know it's worth more than a hundred dollars. I can move it for more than that and I'll sell it for like, I don't know, 150 or something like that. So would you say you make a good profit? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I would say that. But my profit margins are pretty slim. I was so going to say it's probably a tough market because it just depends on yeah. who wants to buy what shoes and what's really in style, huh? Yeah, so like, I mean, my profit margins, like I've been moving into more of this thing. It's called bricks. So bricks are basically like shoes with like really, really small profit margins that I can get large quantities of. 
So, like, I don't know. I'll just, like, walk into the mall and buy, like, 10, 15 pairs of shoes and then, like, make $10 off of each one. You know, like, very slim. Would you say you enjoy doing this? Yeah. I, I really do enjoy doing it. It's fun. Do you ever keep any of the shoes that you find? Yes, I do. Uh, and that's probably one of the biggest challenges that I have is learning to let go of all the of all the cool shoes that come into my inventory. But yeah, I, I do keep some of those shoes that I. Uh, buy. What have your favorites been? Do you have like oh my like favorites. a baby pair of shoes like your baby? Nah, <laughs> uh, don't even get me started. Um, I Long don't list. Yeah, I guess like these these orange dunks that I'm wearing right now is one of my favorites. Um, How many pairs do you have? Like shoes that I wear, or like shoes in inventory. Uh, start with what you wear. That's yeah. a good number. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I probably have like twenty pairs of shoes, but like in terms of like like shoes that like you know like resell and stuff, probably like six, like five or six. And At I, a time. I rotate them. Yeah, like I rotate them. So like if I get tired of shoe, I'll just. I mean that's how like. I, I really afford like super expensive shoes to wear is I just buy them like undervalued and I wear them a few times and I just sell them for more. So mm-hmm. I don't really lose money. It's a good rotation too. Cause you can get some wear in them and then. Yeah. Still make money. You know? <laughs> How did you initially like, grow your business? Cause I know you run it through Instagram. Uh, well, Instagram is kind of like, I don't know. That's more for like show, like where all the actual stuff happens is on discord is I find like bulk buyers, bulk sellers, stuff like that on there, like getting more into wholesale, you know? Um, but yeah, like I guess Instagram is kind of like my Instagram's kind of new. So, I mean, I don't really do a lot of stuff through there, but yeah, I guess it's kind of the facade that everybody else sees, you know? <laughs> do you have any like consistent customers that have bought from you multiple times? Bought from uh, Yeah. Like online, uh, I have like, well, I sell the businesses too. So like I'll sell to like stadium goods or like StockX, like go like apps like that. Also like consistent bulk buyers. I find like, I don't know, some local people, like local resellers. And then like, of course, like around school, I'm always looking for more people to, you know, dump my inventory on. What's your demographic of people at the school? Like do you pray on the freshmen? They're like, Oh, cool shoes from a senior or like, it is, it is women. <laughs> Oh. Let me tell you, <laughs> really, the women, dude. That's like the new like sector of like <laughs> sneakers where it's gone. Is because like it used to be predominantly like men, like always collecting sneakers I've and stuff. That but too. I was yeah. gonna say yeah, especially women, because uh-huh. like I feel like with the Air Force Ones and the Jordans, there's so many things yeah. where it's like just a slight detail of color on the side yeah, or yeah. on the swoosh or and like to have it. It's becoming and everyone a lot needs more of a trend yeah, too. It's like definitely. Yeah, well, Instagram I think I feel like it kind of started with um, people would paint their shoes, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, you'd see all the custom-painted shoes, and then big sellers like Nike are like, oh, this is in style. Like, Yeah, and, you know, there's been a lot more uh, women's shoes that I've released now um, versus men's shoes, which I actually find quite annoying because uh, women's shoes only go up to 10.5, and I'm a size 11.5, so oh, it kind of so hurts. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, because I was going to say, like, yeah. you can, if, you're, if you have small enough feet as a girl, like, you could buy kids' shoes, or you yeah, could yeah, buy yeah. men's sizes, and you could get away with it. But, but I know, for like, for guys, they have yeah. to kind of... Unless they have I small mean, feet. Yeah. <laughs> the new wave is uh, grade school shoes. Grade school <laughs> shoes because the girls wear a size 3.5 to 7. <laughs> and they usually cost less. So Yeah, that's a you win. Can, yeah, you know, it's bigger margins good. in grade school. Isn't it, haven't it been like a fashion trend on TikTok too? Like I've seen. Oh my God. S- yeah, TikTok, people. TikTok went crazy. Like uh, I just remember um, Charlie D'Amelio. She posted a picture of Obsidian ones and now literally 
like I had a pair of obsidian ones before she posted them. They went up like $200 in value. And like every single girl in this school was like obsessed with them. It's weird so, how that can like one yeah. influencer post and it's like now the new basic shoe. What's well, the bandwagon type thing? Like yeah. they see someone cool yeah. who has it and they got to have them too. Yep. And then once that many people have them, it's not really special anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So now like the obsidians, I think are one of like the most beautiful, like Jordan ones ever made. And now they're just like cringe because everybody wants (laughs) them. Everyone wants them. Everyone has them. They're still cool if you have them. No offense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Do you have any policies for your payment? Uh, Yeah. So like um, I used to be super loose with what I accepted, but then. Uh, I got charged back on a few times through, like, PayPal or, like, um, my Venmo recently got banned, but, like, I got that back. So, um, basically, like, Zelle and Cash App, but, like, the best thing is just straight cash. Cash is the best way to do things. So, mainly, like, in-person transactions? Yeah, like, especially with, like, local people. Like, I I like in-person or, I mean, Zelle is the same thing. Zelle is basically cash, so. I was going to say with in-person transactions, it's definitely nicer for the customer too because they know like this is a quality deal happening Yeah. from you. Yeah. Do you have any um, customers that are out of the state that you have to ship to? Oh, yeah. So like I'd say the majority of things I have to ship, you know, because um, I guess my clientele is, is really, like I said, like I kind of move like shoes that people want to wear like here, like that's kind of like on the side, like where I do most of the stuff is like wholesale. So like I move like bulk quantities of shoes at once you know so why do you think that people should buy from your business instead of bigger brands so um with me you cut out the fees so basically it's a win-win because i can charge you more for what i'm selling because i get less fees so i can uh, sell them for a higher price right and not get that markdown and you get to avoid like all the um you know, like all those fees, like, cause I know like if, for an example, like on StockX, uh, when I sell something on there, they take an 8.5% cut off of that plus a processing fee of three. And then you also have to pay another processing fee and pay for shipping and taxes. Me, like you cut all like, the, cut all the taxes out, cut all the fees. Like a win-win. Yeah. And you like, I mean, on a $200 shoe, like you're saving, I would say like 40, 50 bucks, you know, like it's a pretty big margin. And I remember you saying that this takes a lot of time. So, like, what does that look like? How much time does it really take? Uh, Well, I mean, if I'm just, like, on a normal day like today, like, would pack up and ship, like, 20 shoes and, like, print out labels and stuff. Maybe not 20 shoes, say probably, like, 10. And, like, go to the post office. All the people at the post office know me by name. (laughs) Um, That's convenient. Yeah, Yeah. it is. But, um, yeah, so, like, it does take a lot of time. And then sometimes, like, like I said, like, when I go, like, online, I, I got into botting, like, maybe a few months ago. Like, I'll have to wake up, um, like, 3.30 in the morning and, like, sit at my computer for, like, four hours just, like, monitoring, Jeez. like, what's going on. I was going like, to say, that's the most that's, intense yeah. part to me. I couldn't imagine sitting and staring at a computer screen just waiting to click. Yeah. That would, well, that would drive I mean, you crazy. Yeah. yeah it, uh, that's why you have the bots, right? Yeah. Just, like, you know. Do the bots cost money? Yes. <laughs> uh, bots cost a lot of money okay. bots are like honestly like my big break like i mean the thing about bots this is something i actually found really interesting is that bots are all limited right like there's limited copies of them out there so there's actually a resale market for bots <laughs> which buys stuff for resale that's crazy and what? i feel like i heard something about how with even with bots it's not guaranteed that you would get the shoes or get whatever no, you're no, buying right so like not. you pay for this thing 
that like maybe gives you a chance to buy this other thing. Yeah. But I mean like the success rates are what determines the price. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like definitely worth it if you get a shoe though. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, you have to get like bulk quantities though. Like I'll run other people's uh, cards on my bots because bots are like, they're resellable. So like my first bot I bought for like 5,000, it's called Kodai. I sold it for 6.2. So it's kind of like my big break. You know, Jeez. like I put my life savings into a bot and then it kind of showed up for me and I got this my... Yeah, it paid off, huh? Yeah, it did. Mm, kind of a risk, yeah. but worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay, any other questions? Okay, th- thank you for coming. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thank thanks, Marcus. See you guys next time. Bye.